Come on. Are you the function? Are you functioning? We doing a function? Function. There we hey, go. Hey, we're in. Like, Mr. Reginald Flynn? Oh, fucking no. How's it been? It's been a while. Yeah, no. That's uh, about the best I give, but a big ol' hey. Yeah. The entire time we've just been playing World of Warcraft, so really our we, feelings are limited. We carded it yesterday. We didn't do well, but we carded it. <clears throat> You're not wrong. That did happen. They did it so poorly. Absolutely none of my matches were anything noteworthy, except for the guy that quit game one as soon as I played a Blood Moon. That is fair. That is fair. I just, like, not really much to write home on as far as this tournament goes. It was real bad. I just I just need to talk about game one, round one. Because mm-hmm. that's the most absolute bullshit. So, let's sit down. Yeah. I'm playing what's called 4C, 4-color Wurza. Mm-hmm. The combo is you play Urza. Mm-hmm. says you can tap an artifact, make a blue. Okay? Uh, Thopter Foundry. That says, pay a mana of any kind, sacrifice an artifact, get a 1-1 Thopter, gain a life. Okay. So, you can tap the Foundry to yeah. sacrifice something mm-hmm. to gain a life. Then you use Sword of the Meek, which says, when a 1-1 enters, if this is in your graveyard, put it on the field, attached to that. Yeah. So, you tap the sword, you sacrifice the sword to the Foundry to make a 1-1, and then the sword comes back. Yeah. So, you've got a 1-1, yeah. you've gained a life, and you have you can tap it for blue mana... And then keep doing that, and you can make infinite thopters. Yeah. Gain infinite life. Mm-hmm. Make infinite mana, because these thopters are on tap, so you can tap them for blue. Yeah. So you essentially win the game as soon as all three of those pieces are done. Like, unless they have a really good way of interacting with it, you're fucked. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm taking my beats by a spirits player. Um, like, it's just turning sideways. I'm down to, like, four health. He's got, like, seven or eight power on board. Mm-hmm. But I go, like... Artifact, Artifact, Foundry, Sword, Urza, and I just go, cool. And he looks at it, and he looks at me and goes, dead on board? I was like, yep, yeah, dead on board. He's like, cool. So he scoops up his stuff, I scoop up my stuff, he starts shuffling and says, so do you want to play? I was like, I mean, it's your choice. It's like, what do you mean? I won that. It's like, no, no, I had the combo on the field, I won that game. Yeah. He was dead on board. Yeah. Like that's... The only words were dead on board. Not I'm dead on board, you're dead on board, just dead on board, because I go, present the combo. And mm-hmm. so we had to get a judge involved. Mm-hmm. The judge ruled it as a draw. Mm-hmm. So we had to play upwards of three more matches. I won the next one, which means even though I technically won the first one, it didn't count. And then I proceeded to lose the next two, and then get, like, fucked for the rest of the tournament a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, like... That's going to tilt you, is oh. the thing. Like, oh, did it ever. Even if you would have done better, that right there tilts you so fucking hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it's been this entire thing throughout you, the tournament that people were slightly talking yeah, about. Yeah. Do you like, want me to find that guy and go fuck him in the mouth? Honestly, yeah. Okay, Everybody cool. in the magic community wants this. Cool. <clears throat> well, guys? Much like all of my past lovers, he's going to have lockjaw. <laughs> wow. Much just to put it in perspective as to this guy, the general attitude of this guy is that he's never happy with what's going on, Ever. and yet he acts as though uh, he's friends and everyone is in the same energy as him. As an example, uh, Fridays we go to a hobby store and pay in for entry for modern. Yeah, That's as normal. you do with every fucking LGS. Yes. Now the other LGS 
has a fixed rising system where if you like it doesn't do placing it's due to record so if you go right. like a perfect record you get 30 bucks which is pretty generous <laughs> considering that half the people can get $30 and uh, another portion of it gets $10 because of one loss and then everyone else gets nothing but everyone pays $5 for entry so like it's it's a fairly expensive thing for them, but we buy cards and shit, so it's a lucrative. Yeah, they gouge you in other ways. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, However, uh, because this other LGS does other things other than magic, um, they do it via whoever enters in puts five dollars into the prize pool, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead of record, we do top eight, like every other uh, magic related event, because it's kind of ridiculous that if someone happens to go five zero. Uh, and another person goes five zero. You can't have two first places, so we mm-hmm. just go all right, breakers, etc., etc., etc. Official actual tournament thing. So top yeah. Eight. So it follows is, an actual tournament structure, which makes more sense. Yeah. It, so payment is split on top eight, including first place gets more, second place gets more, and I think third and fourth get more, and then the rest get whatever is left over in the pot. Mm-hmm. Usually, we pay five dollars in, and the lower four spots get four dollars because that's just how how it goes. Yeah. This guy just could not fucking understand why they couldn't shell out the extra dollar to be like, well, now I'm, I, I actually paid to play a game that I pay to play. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, he if legitimately explained, like, well, why would I come here if I'm, like, playing for nothing, even though if you get top eight, you still essentially just pay a minimum a dollar? I'm sorry, did you have fun for a dollar and you think that you're owed free entertainment? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like the guy just complains about this is Mister for exposure. This is oh he would definitely pay some yeah. exposure. The guy also I guess quote unquote coaches everyone else because uh, like for example I was playing goblins and the new goblins is not an aggro deck. No. It's extensively a I want to combo you out or yeah, I'm going to deck you because I have a lot more value than you do. Yeah, but you could outgrind a lot of people with yeah. that deck. It's really good. So the guy first. Few, like, first two weeks, actually, that I played the deck, uh, the guy fucking deja vu's into my sightline and goes, you know, I think uh, I think Bushwhacker and stuff would be really good. I'm like, no, it's not an aggro deck. Well, what are you talking about? You just swung in with Piledriver and, like, killed him. I was like, no, no, I could have won several more times there. I just happened to have the Piledriver on the board at the time. <laughs> oh, I'm like, why don't you just add this? I don't get why Sling Gang's in it. Like, blah, blah, blah. Just completely criticizing the deck, even though I built it. I followed the internet saying that this is a good, and I've explained the combo to him, but he's, like, not convinced. It's not like... Yeah. yeah he's, he's that type See, of person. That's... <laughs> I've lost the ability to remain tactful with those people, because my instant response would be, well, it's a deck I like, put it together, have a lot of fun with it, and it works. I didn't ask you. No. Who, who are you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, this, cool. So, who, who are you? <laughs> Because that's the only question I've asked you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I just don't care. Can I see well, your pro tour like, You don't need to be that way. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Actually, yeah. Yeah, like, this is fun. Because, like, you look real uncomfortable. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, this is great. Like, you know what you should put in your deck? Like, you know, maybe another 50 bucks because it's cheap and basic. You can't. And <laughs> take just be rude. Take like, path out, though, you too good. Too good he is also, I think, an advocate of the take path out because Kurt is too good. But also, the kicker is he has a full foil spirits deck, and I don't understand it. Why would you? Just a baby. Yeah, he's no, a baby. That's what that he's is. just a, a. That's that's somebody just trying to be king shit in his hobby. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, he's loaded with opinions as a capital O. Meanwhile, actual winners are the sweetest people you could ever know. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Can be a very good community. That that boy is an example of sometimes it isn't. I've never seen him in a top eight. No, it's because he's bad. <laughs> he's not good at yeah. the game. He, he has a mindset that... I'm pretty sure because he plays Spirits and has all this hexproof and counter bullshit that he can win, which is possible. Spirits is a good deck. His attitude, no. He, he, you can always win. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't see the plays if your head is up your ass. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Shiggy diggy do. What was... Excuse me. <laughs> We're going to move on from this topic just because of that. Jesus. No. It was... It's, he's just an upsetting individual. Yeah, most... Most people are. Mm, actually, it's that's telling of me as a person. Oh my! Then I find out that the the thing that he dicked over me on, he dicked over somebody else. Ryan, friend of the podcast. That's intentional, then. Yeah, yeah. In a pre-release where like there's no like you're just pretty much turning sideways and trying to outvalue your opponent. There's no crazy yeah. combos. There's no infinite loops. There's nothing in a pre-release because it's just a sealed deck. You open a pack. That's what you get. Play with it. You're not going to assemble a god tier combo. Yeah. As, so, much, as much as we do that's, want to shit-kick this guy, to be fair, probably should have stated, yeah, I win doo-doo combo. <laughs> right, that's, that is the future move. It's just like, dead on board. It's like, yeah, you are. I mean, like, yeah. Jeff, that's my win, good game. And if he, like, doesn't say anything, well, good, like, now I'll scoop. Until uh, then, no. Because if he scoops cards on board, he goes, well, we agreed he's dead on board. Yeah, you are. Here's my board. Judge, come look. I still have cards on the table. He gave up. Suck a dick, little shit. Yeah, we didn't figure that out until after we sideboarded yeah. each other. Oh, that. absolutely. But, um, like, everyone else that I played that didn't know the combo, they looked at the cards and read them and go, okay, so how does that work? Like, before I even said combo, he's like, I know this is a thing. How does it work? Yeah. Him, who plays Friday Night Magic almost every week... How do you not know this? Like, these people are new. I've never seen them before. Yeah. You I see all the fucking time. How do you not know one of the most prevalent decks in modern right now? Blows my goddamn mind. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he just does it, like, legitimately tries to get people on it. That's exactly what that is. That is, that is the, I lose, so I'm going to trick them into it on a verbal loophole technica. No, it's yeah. Though so technically, that is a it's a shitty play. It's a you're going to be ostracized from the community play, but due to the rules of competitive magic, you can do a lot of stuff like that. Oh yeah, sure you like can. if you trick your opponent into saying this magical sentence, uh, like if you, magical sentence along the lines of exchange X for something in the in the game, even jokingly, you can get both of you disqualified. Yep. Yeah. Like, you could be a real dickle if you actually just decide, alright, so I'm like, 3-2, nerves are getting to me, I don't want to play this game, I'm going to dick over this next opponent. Like, mm-hmm. Well, it's weird, it happened. Like, uh, not everybody getting dicked over, but um, somebody did offer to, like, I'll give you my prize money if you give me the win so I can make top 8. Yeah. And that's bribery, and the guy immediately was, judge, called him on it, got him disqualified, because you're not supposed to do that. No. Like, yesterday's tournament was, like, fuckery of nonsense. Yeah. Like, it's and just a... Uh, this thing is, like, playing she things, like, does it work? Sure. Is it against the rules? <laughs> no, because you're goading someone into breaking the rules, but also, like, fuck off. Do you know what else, Do you know what isn't in the rules? 
that guy's up for a smoke break, so I stomp him down and piss on his cards. Now he can't compete. I win! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not in the rules of magic. <laughs> However, that's a strat. Oh, there's, a, there's a lot of hidden strats, such as gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gun? Gun. 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 Double sleeve a gun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but like, that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't make him any less shitty, and that doesn't make that any more viable. You put it in a sock, you put it in your pants. <laughs> like, if you're playing Judge magic and you're role playing a literal genie, maybe just go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's, <laughs> if, if that's what you're doing, then you are just bad. You should go home. But other than that, the tournament went slightly well, except for the fact that I did bad. Yeah. yeah. Aside from that first game, first round, I had fun. Yeah. Like, uh, my opponents are relatively nice. Um, I didn't fight anybody I actually regularly know for the rest of the tournament. No, I played Tristan, that's right. I played Elves. I lost to him. Elves are, like, too hot right now. I'm really good. Perfect mind game. Play a token deck. Have all your tokens just be images of their mother. Wow, that's a lot of research ahead of time. <laughs> also, <laughs> really expensive printing. Depending on how many tokens you Own a printer. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just, just they're like, like twenty just print, bucks. Just print money. <laughs> Look, that's the plan. I do want to own a printer because there's so many things that I want to print that I just don't want to go to the office for. <laughs> you can get like a forty dollar printer that can do cardstock. That's <laughs> honestly, I think that's the plan. I think the Emily, ink is a little more expensive, but just for tokens, they're not going to argue. Emily also had a <laughs> yeah, need it's a token for card. You're fine. Emily also had a need for printing, and then she presented me with. So let me pull this by you. We're, we can get a scanner printer. At home, that also does all this shit. And look, it's forty dollars at brand new at Staples. And I'm like, I'm for it. Yeah, that's that's all. That's fine. So, and then I can print off sheets because I've ran out of everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one can make any new characters. It's, this is the final wave <laughs> of characters. There, there's an actual price point in which it's cheaper to buy a printer. Use it until all of your ink runs out, and then buy the new printer again because mm-hmm. it's cheaper than the ink refills. I'm pretty sure that's what a lot of people do. The amount of like printers I see just laying out yeah. in X. They're, they're, you get the Logitech basic like eight or HP laser printer for twenty four bucks at Walmart, and you go, oh, how much is an ink cartridge? It's thirty dollars. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, the ink cartridge that comes with the printer is less so than a full ink cartridge. Yeah. Which people don't seem to understand, and then they just chuck it out by a new printer. When it's like, if you just bought these cartridges, you would be fine for like twice the time of buying a new one, probably. Oh, yeah. Like, so we have a decent printer at home. It can be a fax machine, but it's not set up as one. We have a brother. It has a scanner. It has a printer. Uh, it can do fax if you have a number. Uh, and it, it connects through Wi-Fi, so I don't have to worry about cables and stupid That's drivers. Nice. It just connects it, it works um and it can even do like photo grading card stock but when we need black and colored ink um it's like 120 bucks yep there because the ink cartridges are like 50 bucks a piece mm-hmm. well the biggest now, problem is you have to use it too yeah. once it gets gross scummy and you can't use it anymore well that's the thing is like when we buy them the small bag and the black one is just it's just big it's like double size but they're just these like weird little narrow things. Yep. And you just slot that in, click it, cool, that's that. And the colored ones are like cyan, yellow, and... Magenta. Yeah, magenta. And so we click those in. Sometimes you don't have to put them all in right away. But you get two out of the black, so it's really 25 a piece. Mm-hmm. But when you're out of ink, you have to spend 
It, yeah. It's it's the it's the price point on it. It's I like, mean, oh. really realistically, how many like times do I need need a print off? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I print everything at work, and even then, I don't really print all that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's yeah. <laughs> Although I do know people that have printed entire like hundred two hundred yeah. page uh, RPG books. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the guy uh, printed all the almost the entirety of uh, Shadowrun over the course of a month. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, and it's like. It's it's the nice crisp laser printer that oh, yeah. like bi- like bigger offices have. So stuff. not only was it in color, but it was clean AF. <laughs> and then of course he used all of the like booking stuff that they have, like yeah. the the plastic the ring binding and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have those, and I look at them all the time. And go, man, that's nice. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I use them. <laughs> yeah, we have one set up right next to one that's broken that they still haven't taken away for two months. Yeah, that is like cheaper than spending like forty bucks on a book. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, no, it, it, absolutely. Especially where you're paying free for all the copies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do that. If I had any sort of like, if I didn't actually want to buy the books, I'd probably just pirate all my books. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do anyway. There's, well, like, <laughs> if, if we were to get into doing 5e stuff again, right? I would probably print out Xanathar's, Volos, and something else because, like, I'm not spending that much money on them. I have the PDFs. I already have it. It. I have an app that has all that information. I'm just going to print out all the things because uh, Wizards is fine. I like supporting Wizards when possible, but also it's, it's just a lot. Uh-huh. And if I'm going to spend, like, buy the book then I'm probably going to buy it on an online medium where I can use the information right away. Like, if I play on Roll20, yeah. like, if you buy these books on Roll20, they're only on Roll20. Yeah. Which sucks. But, if that's where you're playing your D&D, then it it starts out, you only have the base spells and classes and races. Yeah. But if you buy the books, then it just adds that all. And they also have Character Mancer now. So okay. you can just click a button... It starts your character at level one, and you just click through all the options at every point. Just all your race, all your class, subtypes, stuff like that. And it's really useful if you own all the material. Yeah. Mm. Um, Because, like, the only background in the SRD is Acolyte. Mm -hmm. And then they only include one archetype, even though there's three archetypes for each class (laughs) at least in the PHB. What, six book or six classes or something like that? Uh, in SRD, you do get all the classes. You get Barbarian, Cleric, Druid, Fighter... Monk. Monk, Rogue... Ranger. Ranger, Wizard, uh, Warlock, Wizard Sorcerer. Warlock, Sorcerer, and Barker. Okay. okay. So you get all those... You get all the, like, real official classes. Yeah. Um, okay. And But you only get, like, the basic archetypes. So for Rogue, you get Arcane Trickster. You get... Uh, assassin, and I think you get. <clears throat> oh man, I can't even remember what they all are now. There, there's another one. Yeah, um, I know what you're talking about though. Fighter, you get champion, and you get uh, arcane archer, I think, and something else. Well, yeah, I've had it's... to make characters for um, like Bachelor to play in five e. Yeah. She's like, how do I do this? I'm like, well, here you go. And then it's only the base thing. It's like, well, yeah. that's a pain in the ass. But you yeah. only get like the base races too, which yeah, are okay. Like human, but, gnome, elf, dwarf. Yeah, like, there's a lot of really good races <clears throat> available in 5e, and most of, like, the extra ones 
all the monstrous ones are in Volo's Guide to Monsters. Mm. And then all the, like, the weird, mystical, cool ones are Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Which is a really fun book to actually read through for material. Because, like, you get a bunch of lore, which is fun. You get all the mechanical stuff. But then there's constant excerpts next to things explaining, like, dev decisions around this. Like, oh, why doesn't this class or why doesn't this archetype get this? Well, we decided to do this and this and this instead. And you go, that's fun. But... That's not even, it's not dev note, here you go. It's Xanathar talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> which is incredibly flavorful. I mean, and that's it's a lot of fun. That's how you do an RPG book like that. It yeah. is. It's just, there's a lot of heart and soul into it. Yeah. But if you have Volos and Xanathars and the PHB, you're basically through it. Yeah. Elemental well, Evil adds like Genasi and stuff. And uh, all spells. I know is, like, when I, when I picked up the Xanathars book for the first time, it's like I was playing a warlock and um, one of the guys picked it up. It's like, Flip through, flip through, flip through, go to Warlock, see what it says. Oh, are you, uh, like, packed Hexblade thing? It's like, well, you can wear medium armor now, and you have versus super shields. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, so I can, I'm, because I'm, I, I, I was a Warlock. Yeah. But I just used throwing knives. Yeah. So I'm packed with a throwing knife, and you can just bring your pack yeah. to yourself, as, or it, just, it disappears if it goes, like, X amount of feet away from you, and just right back to your hand for yeah, so long. Just keep throwing at people. So it was a throwing knife that never ran out of ammo, because I could just throw it, <laughs> throw it back to me, yeah. and uh, then I could wear medium armor and be a rogue, I guess. It's like, what the fuck? Like, it's you could straight, te- good. straight teleport, throwing knives, and, um, uh, what is it, phantasm images of myself. So I was playing a rogue. Yeah, but a warlock. Yeah, being able to just go, yeah, I have mirror image up, and also I'll just shoot Eldritch Blast lasers whenever I feel like yeah. it. Yeah, like I, I never, I never used Eldritch Blast. Packed weapon is very interesting in that it can be any weapon you want it to be, and you're just automatically proficient with it. it are you proficient with martial weapons? No. Can you just go? Oh, it's a great axe. Yes. <laughs> I need a D12 for this fight. You go, okay, that's fine. Um, it's like, oh, shit, like, we're fighting flying things. I didn't prepare for this. It's a good thing. I have my trusty longbow. And you can just shoot. And you're like, okay, that's neat. This is weird, but okay. <laughs> I, like, I like the thought that you sign up with your patron. You know, you sign the packs. You, yeah. You're in an arcane circle or whatever you do to, like, sign your pack for your particular patron. And you're like, sick, I'm going to be so good at the arcane arts. I'm like, oh, so, so thankful of, of this thing that I've been admiring now, noticing me and giving me this arcane power. And then the entity just throws a fucking Zwellhander at you. <laughs> yeah, you're using that. What? No, oh, yeah, no, that, those are your spells. Excuse me? <laughs> so, one of the current devs for uh, 5e, uh, Mike Merles, he's... He's got some issues. A lot of the fandom doesn't really care for him. Uh, he's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but he did like a weird stream where he just made a new patron for Warlock. He's okay. just like, yeah, he's, he's like, I'm going to do this. It's fun. People ask about it. Because they already have the great old one. Yeah. Which is all psychic, mind slave, great old gods, yeah. Cthulhu shit. Um, but so he did one for the Kraken. Ah. Which, everything else is like the fiend, which could be any devil or demon, mm-hmm. great old one, there's fae. It doesn't even have to be like amazing fae, just like anything that's sufficiently old. Krakens are old. They have legendary actions. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, does that one. Your spell list, at first you get Creator Destroy Water and Thunder Wave, which is a great AoE. I like it. I like it. 
Second, you get Augury and Gust of Wind. Third, Call Lightning, Water Breathing. Fourth, Control Water, Everd's Black Tentacles. And fifth is Commune with Nature and Kona Cold. Okay. Okay, Ocean and Storm theme. Yeah. Get it. Uh, level one, uh, game the, you can basically, as an action, uh, pick a point anywhere in 60 feet. Bunch of, like, tentacles just come out and grab people. Okay. Binds them. Uh, does a tiny bit of damage. But it makes just grapple checks on people. Cool. That's, that's fine. Uh, you can just do it as much as you want. There's no, like, usage it's for a the cantrip. day. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a cantrip for you. Alright, that's a good cantrip. Uh, level six, Inky Escape. Okay. It's just, you cast reaction as a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as a reaction, you just cast darkness. I like it. Um, and it lasts until the end of your next turn. Doesn't affect you. Oh, sick. Right. Yeah, so you can see through it until it ends. Uh, and then you just <laughs> take off once per long or short. Yeah. Level 10. Um, you gain water breathing permanently, a swim speed equal to normal speed, which is great. Immunity to lightning damage. Mm. And when your immunity reduces uh, lightning damage to zero, you can use your reaction to then just shock. Shoot it back? Uh, it, to see... To, uh, to cause creatures of your choice that can you can see within 30 feet of you take lightning damage equal to your charisma mod plus your proficiency. Decent. So when you get that at level 10, your proficiency is at least four. I think four or five, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's four at that point. So four plus your charisma, it better be at least three at that level, yeah. if not five. Yeah, you, well, if you're a warlock, yeah. charisma's your, your stat, right? Exactly. So if it's at 16 <clears throat> and you just haven't been pumping it because you're using utility, fine. Yeah. Right? That's still seven damage to okay. just as many as you want. Uh, and then level 14, r- unleash the Kraken. All right. All right. Um, <clears throat> you gain the ability to call upon your patron for aid as an action. You open a portal at a point you can see within 30 feet. And then choose one of the following effects. Fury. Tentacles spring out of the portal. Uh, pick up five creatures you can see within 30 feet of the portal. They make dex, dex saving throws. Uh, creatures that fail take 10d6 bludgeoning and are restrained for one minute. Those that succeed take half and are not restrained. Uh, people can attempt to break through strain, all that. It just, just grabs a bunch of people. Or yeah. transport. <laughs> you and up to five willing creatures of your choice that you can see are grasped by the tentacles emer- that emerge. A second portal opens at a point of your choice within a hundred miles that you have visited within the last 24 hours. Second portal opens, depositing you and your chosen allies there. Hmm. So like you're it. just like, oh shit, like you left town, <laughs> you're like two days away. Find out that the town's under attack because somebody cast sending or something. You're like, oh shit, we got to get back there. You're like, Javier, and just tentacles go suck you in and kick you back out in the bar. I forgot that's my That's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's great. I love that. It's got a lot of flavor. It's a little overpowered, I think. Yeah. But it's got a lot of flavor. Yeah. I mean, I, I like playing flavor. Yeah. I, like, I just, I like flavor. There's, um, they, so Unearthed Arcana exists in two forms. Yeah. One is for Eberron, which is just, it's the same as Faerun. It's just, there's more quote unquote technology. It's just magic. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's a coat clo- here's a wardrobe. When you put your coat in it, it casts prestidigitation to clean it. Cool. Alright. It's you know, your shoe closet, whatever, it does that. Uh, and then there's one that is D D pretending to be Shadowrun. <laughs> uh and so there's that's where you get spells like find a vehicle. And you go, What is this? It just brings a car to you because you're in the city because it's unearthed Arcana, yeah. right? 
So I made a joke about uh, Hopper summoning a chopper, uh, and they vetoed me having access to Aww. that skill. Uh, I wanted a Jeep, damn it. <laughs> what the um, Hopper chopper? I know. Uh, little gnome on a fucking mm. motorcycle. Uh, but the old ape hangers on it. There's can't that. Reach. Yeah. And uh, there's a warlock patron for that setting, which is Ghost in the Machine. <laughs> which is like, there's a rogue AI somewhere in the computers, because it's not Shadowrun. Yeah. Uh, and it's that's your patron. <laughs> I love and it. You can get weird shit where you can just like go through computers, like travel through <laughs> them and shit like that. You get bonuses on like disabling shit. It's, it, it, you're, you're a technomancer at that point. Yeah. Praise, so, praise the Omnissiah. <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> Hacker voice, I'm in. Mechanical this. <laughs> See, I picture that, like, you put your arm to the computer, so you, you, you intend to suck yourself in, and then, like, your party's just like, so how's it going? Like, are you in? And then as it's sucking you in to, like, the CD drive or some bullshit, it's like, I'm in, and then you just disappear. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, the app I use parses that one out. Good. Yep. Uh, and as well as all the other stuff that is not meant for um, fantasy play. It's, it's meant... Well, it is, but the gritty techno fantasy shit. Yeah. That's kind of why I'm interested to play Rifts, because I, I, I mean, I've played a bunch of D&D and Pathfinder, but it's kind of the setting of high fantasy nonsense. Yeah. I never played Shadowrun or anything where it's like, I'm just going to hop in this car and diddle off. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I want to play GTA with magic. <laughs> Rifts could be interesting. Uh, there's a more modern one that was uh, inspired by Rifts, and it was Savage Worlds. All right. Uh, which is just as deadly, just as deep, not as weird crossovery, but very deadly, very deep, and like similarly mechanically, where like shit happens, mm-hmm. um, and like you, similar to Shadowrun, you can just die very easy. Nice. Like all of those other games make D and D look like their Tomb of Annihilation compared to D and D. Which, <laughs> you get a meat grinder, so you put a little bit less effort in your characterization until they succeed. Yeah. <laughs> you actually make your hero as they become a hero. It's like becoming so. a fucking veteran in the Astro Militarum, right? If you're out there for 15 hours, boom, gold star for you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite uh, Who scene? gets the longest without being eaten by a tyranid reward? <laughs> you. It's you! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, you step foot on the battlefield, you see your commissar just poof, shoot himself in the head. Like, all right. <laughs> and we are leaving. <laughs> Corporate's not going to like that one. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just love Warhammer Thought. Like, I, I would I would really love to actually play a Warhammer tabletop uh, RPG, mm-hmm. which they have. You get a kick out of Rogue Trader. Probably. There's More than likely. Rogue Trader, there's your part of the Inquisition. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the that's the hilarious killed the fucking guy with a brick story, I think. Yes, yeah. it was. Because <laughs> you roll a crit, and then if you roll a crit, you can roll a potentially another crit. And yeah. throw a brick at a guy and fucking crit multiple times. It's like, what is the holy wreck and relic that stopped this devourer of planets? <laughs> it's like, here's a brick. <laughs> they would worship that fucking brick. Oh, they fucking would. <laughs> they would make divisions and primaris specifically for brick tops. You fucking, you look out in space after, and they're like starting to enter the, for like, you know, to go through the Geller field, and it's just this fucking rectangular ship in space. Except Brick with two chimneys coming off the back for thrusters. You know what's even better? They ram their ships into other ships to get into their ships so that Brick is just going to fly into the hive mine 
<laughs> and like blow up all the turrets. You see a fucking orc ship go by, like give a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Through their windows. Through their windows. <laughs> they roll the windows down so they get to... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh! Enthusiastic orc applause. Oh man. There's nothing more dangerous to orcs than an orc who's above average intelligent. Oh, God. <laughs> he like sees shit happen. He goes, Oh, that's not good. Guys, like that's a problem. And he goes, oh no, his problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now it's a real problem. Yeah. Well, that's why, like, that's that's the logic of why Sly Marbo's a god is because the orcs believe he's a fucking god. <laughs> Can he just teleport everywhere? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, then again, is he aware of it? How odd is that to be the subject of orc happenings? Well, is, it, is it Sly Marbo? Or is there another guy? Yeah, no, there's another guy. There are actually quite a few people. Yeah, there's, no, there's there is there is a human guy that I was reading a story about who was fist like he was pretty much fist fighting an orc. He's a commissar. Yeah, killed the guy, but he lost his arm in the combat, so he stole a power claw off the guy. And yeah. they're like, oh, he more orc. <laughs> and then eventually he ends up like he has he gets like his brain shot off, but like he gets implants and stuff. So he has like this laser eye that he can shoot fucking death beams from it. Yeah, and even though it's supposed to be a weak laser, the orcs believe he's a fucking god now, so he can just brain people with his eye. Like, yeah, he's actually a physical yeah. god. Losing yeah. part of his brain, he only survived that because the orcs believed <laughs> No, <him>. like, legitimately, <laughs> he is a monstrosity of a human former, like, astro-military dude, yeah. but he is more orc than human now, and they revere him as a god. That's and really it's good. incredible, and I love it. There's a story of a starting <laughs> colony of orcs on a planet, and the astro-militarum just kind of crash-landed and was stranded on it. So they had to live with the orcs, but that turned out really, really poorly. So they instead just decided, okay, we've had a fuck enough of these orcs. We're going to be the orcs. So they <laughs> tried to out-orc the orcs. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of just browbeat the orcs and they're like, oh, those humans embraced orcs. Those humans orcs. And like, they essentially just now live as orcs with orcs on that yeah, planet. That's and, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Warhammer's a real place. Oh, I love it. Well, like, you get the real gritty, grim, dark, like, oh, yeah, no, for, like, we power these machines with souls and our souls at that, and then we have machines that strictly, when you die, we steal your souls to fuel our stuff. Mm -hmm. But we have this gigantic cathedral ship that holds planets worth of people that people need to sacrifice, like, a thousand innocent lives to, uh, to fuel the entire thing. Um, oh, we have this race that effectively just birthed the, the sex chaos god and now are split. Like, now we have an eldritch uh, side of us. Now we have, like, a high elf society side of us that we're trying to control. But now we also have these humans that think that, you know, we are also aliens. So there's no communication. Uh, there's just xenophobia everywhere. And then you have orcs, necrons... And this extramilitarum group that just decided, you know what, we're going to hang out with orcs for a hot second. Mm -hmm. um, we have Necrons just stealing shit. Like, one of the HQs is just... It, even on his model, you see that he has Eldar, Tau, and other, like, race sigils just on him. Because yeah. he is the patron saint of... I'm stealing that now, that's mine. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> is that uh, Collector Boy? Uh, Trazen, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's, he's fun. I like him. He's actually, like, very, really funny in the lore as well. Like, um, one 
one side of the Inquisition wanted to uh, go into his menagerie, he calls it, which is essentially just, I'm going to collect things <laughs> and put them in, like... It's what rich people call the zoo in their home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they went in there, and they got absolutely shit-kicked. But uh, the inc- the High Inquisitor that uh, uh, went there and a few of her, like, bodyguards survived, went back to... Uh, went, went back to the Imperium and was like, all right, we're not doing that again. And then... About a week later, uh, Trazen sent her a letter and a posted box just filed it through the Imperium mail system. <laughs> and it was a puzzle box with a uh, pocket dimension that was effectively just a huge ma- uh, maze and a thank you letter for all of the uh, Inquisitor troops that they've given them. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> So it's like, please accept this gift for uh, for donating to my menagerie. He went into entire battles that just were on the cusp of, of finishing and goes, I want that battle. Just steals it. Yeah, and <laughs> just throws time. Just snow globes it. Yeah, yeah. Throws time, picked up the battle, put it in a shelf. Like, <laughs> That's why I love Warhammer stuff. Like, tell, tell me you would not have fun DMing a game where all of us were orc boys trying to figure out how to do life. I feel like that campaign will go nowhere but everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> it would just be rule of cool the entire time of nonsense. God damn it. <laughs> like, Gork... Like, Gork and Mark are gonna have a bad time. Gork and Mark were like, we need, we need heroes like the Yumis. But how do we do that? Maybe make one or two of them more like Yumis. <laughs> no, humans weak. Hold on. Oh, I do it. <laughs> what class? He looked like wizard. <laughs> he looked like wizard. The hat spawns. Yeah. The hat doesn't spawn, Fred. His skull just <laughs> gets pointy. That's where they store all the brain magic. It. It's more room for his brain so he can psych people. Honestly, that's probably in canon with the lore somewhere. Yeah. I'm awaiting my friendship with the Imperium for Necrons because, canonically, they joined the Blood Angels to go kill some Tyranids because the one thing that Necrons hate more than anything else is oh, but These Tyranids that won't get off their lawn. Yeah, effectively. Well, like, the entire reason why we woke up was Big Leader Man felt really bad about enslaving his entire race of people to these Star Gods. So he just shut them off, went off to go explore other galaxies, saw Tyranids, 180 back was like, guys, we gotta fucking fix this. <laughs> um, question. Answer. Is it good or bad if uh, this Trazon Trazon fella uh, collects Gork or Mork, but not the other? <laughs> if he can find him, I... You know he can find him. Yeah. <laughs> he can. Has he? No, but can he? Oh, uh, he probably can. They have technology. So if he puts one in there, yeah, right, they're going to be upset, <clears throat> of course. But then there's going to be a bunch of orcs in the menagerie. Well, okay, he no, didn't put them there, but they're going to be there. Here's the thing, though: like, <laughs> it's, if he steals the cunning but brutal side of it, that every every orc is now going to be brutal but cunning. Yeah, if you understand my meaning, I do. <laughs> so it's either we're going to raise the collective IQ just because they. It, oh, there was a group of orcs that thought, oh, he took the, he took the dumb one. <laughs> You're literally... <laughs> it, it's going to switch the orcs 
from chaotic neutral to chaotic evil or the other way around. I'm pretty certain Trajan will keep him there, realize, ah, fuck, I have to go release him. I either need the other one or I need to put this back. (laughs) This entire universe is out of order now. (laughs) He goes into his prison. He's just like, look, no hard feelings. And Mr. Cunning but Brutal's in there. He's just like, I like it. Drinking more. (laughs) I think I'm going to stay. Little orc boy brings him over like another drink. He's, How'd you get in here? <laughs> a door. What? <laughs> Open a door on the other side. Just spores. You're like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Brother, bring me the flamer. The, the heavy, heavy flamer. flamer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Overlord, bring me the doomsday cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, should, should, should we talk about the bugbear in our lives? Oh yeah, the, bug the, classic. <laughs> I shat on the concept of it for a while, and then I'm like, wait. I was really, every- I was really surprised when you joined us. I actually gave you like a forewarning as soon as you mentioned it. The thing that tipped him over was me skinning stuff, I think it was. It was! It was! <laughs> like, I, was I was watching you play it, and I'm like, hold up. I've had like seven characters... Every one of which leveled through the exact same area path. Yep. I never deviated from that. Because mm-hmm. I did all the areas. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until my last character, which was my rogue, that I started doing Plaguelands. Hmm. Um, but, I know the Barrens. Mm-hmm. I know all the other areas pretty well. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, this is like that moment <laughs> of just leveling an alt. Just going through and being like, yeah, I like this world. I like this routine. And like... Seeing what this can do was my favorite part of the game, absent of all the BC mechanics. Some stuff, a little annoying here and there. Yeah. Other than that, it's actually all I ever wanted from the game because that's what I liked most about it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so like, to add to that, uh, I'm playing as a warrior. I'm leveling up. I'm actually like, it feels like I'm wading through mud as I'm leveling up. It physically feels like I'm going to sink if I stop, but at the same time, I really don't want to go through with it. And then as soon as I played a, a, a warlock, I'm like, all right, I'm going to start a warlock. I'm just going to get rid of all the herbs in my bank and like turn into the potions or what have you. As soon as I played that warlock, within 10 minutes, like within an hour, I was level 10 and happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, once you get a Voidwalker as Warlock, you're like, life is good. It wasn't even that. I just like the instant gratification of, oh, I get to do three quests and then I level up. Oh, that feels so good. Yeah. I, get to, I get to go to Reach Fire Chasm again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's the thing. It's like, it's it's a lot of fun. And I, it sucks. Devin. Yeah, love. <laughs> you should read the quote I said about why I like, the, about my leveling experience. Just, where was that? <laughs> the one I the DM'd one, oh, to yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck, let, me, let me bring that back. So, I'm, I'm 20 I'm now. Going. I've been having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I've been reliving a lot of memories and going like, cool, this is just a game because I, I can do it alongside other stuff. And that's all I wanted from a game. Yeah. And Classic lets me have that. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I was like, all right, Zach, you know, tell me when you're in Orgrimmar, roughly like 12, 13, I'll line you through RFC. It's like, oh, yeah, let me know. The plan would be good. And he sends me a message a few days later. He's like, oh, it's 20. I've only played twice since you ran me through RC. I was like, well, that ain't bad for getting in late and barely playing. He's like, well, I know the Baron's almost as well as I know my dick. God knows I've wasted enough frustration and exhaustion struggling with both in high school. <laughs> and I just looked at that message from him and gone like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, is he wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> 
I just, I just, I looked at that for a solid two minutes because, like, as soon as I, I had a serious it, question to myself when I said that was, what have I spent more time in my life doing? Warcraft or <laughs> jerking, <laughs> beating my meat? And I'm like, wait a minute. I mean, like, the frustration of not only just like with the meat, but also the surgeries, yes. <laughs> like all oh. combined, did like you've just you've there's, had a lot of dick trauma. There's been a lot of a lot of stress in there. Fucking <laughs> parents. Okay. Yeah. No, but it's been... I, I'm level 50. Yeah. Just got 50 today. Uh, I wasted an hour and a half on a fucking Marauding run. Oh, no. Oh, my lord. We got a group up. I was like, all right, cool. I'll go turn to my quest. I'll fly around. As we're getting a group together, ran over to be Booty Bay. As soon as I ran to Ratchet to get the boat, the boat took off. I was like, fuck sakes. Yeah. Ran to Booty Bay, turned on the quest, turned around, see the boat just later. I was like, god damn it. So, <clears throat> wasted all that time. Finally get there. We fail on the first attack because the like one of the rogues immediately dies because he didn't get out of the dust cloud and gets bouldered and dies. Yeah, uh, as so, happens. So we didn't have the DPS. We all ran back, took the portal in, except for that one rogue who died. So he had the stealth of the entire instance, and just before he gets to us, the tank leaves. Ninety minutes of us sitting in a group trying to get this thing together. We did two runs. Yeah, we did one pass at it and one without the tank, and then we just fucking said, "All right, bye." Yeah. The, okay. the non-existence, like right now. <laughs> yeah. the non-existence of summoning stones is killing me, though. Yeah, it's like so. Even with some, let's be honest. Even with summoning stones, you're still going to need to walk to the instance. <laughs> somebody really does. Yeah, there's one person that's waiting there, and someone has to run to them because the other guy went the Obermar. Yep. And it's going to be you somehow. Yeah. Oh, I know. I've, I've done it. Uh, I'm a little upset. So I w- haven't actually gone into Undercity on my Druid yet. Okay. Oh, yes, I have. I turned in a quest. But I didn't. I haven't gone to Silver Pine Forest. Or I hadn't. Yes, but I had to yes, go Silver there Pine. to get an amulet for my water form. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I decided to get it because I figured it may as well. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I was right on the cusp of the level. I'm like, this is going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it did. Um, so that was a thing. And I was down there, I got it, I was off the shore, like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, man, the sepulcher's right there. I should really go get that flight path. Yep. You didn't? I, I didn't, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and so, the, uh, the ending of that story is... Because <laughs> before making that journey, to, because I didn't know that piece was there, I had, had two quests to go to the sepulcher. One was just like the free quest from Thunderbluff to drop something off yeah. at the graveyard and one was to talk to somebody for druid shit. And I'm like, cool, I should just go there and do it. I end up dropping them both. I'm like, I'm never going to go to the sepulcher. <laughs> you know what? Good good. I was staring at the sepulcher and I'm just like, teleport Moongly. <laughs> you know what's going to really suck when you have to go to Hillsbread and you're like, I thought I got the flight path to sepulcher. <laughs> now, when I, I'm gonna get it when I finally start doing uh, Shadow Fang. Ah, very good. Now that I'm 20, I can. <laughs> yeah. So. Shadow Fang's yeah. honestly really good. I did that for five levels. I ended up skipping Hell's Brad and I went right into uh, the Highlands, but I just grabbed the grabbed the Sepulcher one, grabbed mm-hmm. the Hell's Brad, go to the Rathian, and just like do a couple things and run to the Highland. There's a the, lot uh, of quests in Terran Mill. I. If. If. Yeah, I, I, I were to. If I were to reverse, I would have just picked up all of them because even if they're green, they still give full experience. Yeah, like it's it's worth it. You probably get like a good over over twenty grand experience just being there. Yeah, well, that's what I did in Fairless. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like I rolled in there when I was there's playing. a lot of quests in Fairless, and they're all in like I find that Fairless is one of the better questing hubs because you can just do a loop, 
Go yeah. turn it in, do another There's loop. There's a lot of related quests next to each other. <laughs> yeah. And every quest is a good grind for, like, collecting items or just like, yeah. hey, go kill 60 of these ogre. You're like, that's a lot of ogre. Yeah. But you do it and you're like, this is fine. The grinds are rough, but they're not, like, bad. They're not yeah. zebra hoof. Yeah. Now, the, the only one I had that was like driving me up the wall is you have to kill 16 harpies. Yeah. And then also they have a chance to drop a horn that you used to call a big harpy to get her heart. Yeah. I killed probably 50 harpies, maybe 60 harpies before I even saw that horn. Yeah. Pain in the ass, but considering I was 49 at the time and these harpies are like 45, I was like, boom, dead, boom, yeah. dead, boom, dead. Give me my fucking horn. Die, 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 die. So it was kind of nice going in there because. It just it was just so convenient. I think I because um, yeah I did one loop went north around yeah. went back did another loop went back you go There's... west you do like a small loop here you grab another thing and you're done Fairless. It was so good. Yeah, you can drag Fairless in for a while if you choose to. Um... Because it's like there's the two main lumps of Fairless with like that weird dividing wall in the middle. Yeah, um, it's like a little bridge or something you got to go over. Yeah, and it's it's a cute area, but I know there's. A big ogre village, like up yeah, in the mountains a, on the top, and then the down south somewhere else. Uh, it's down there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it has right. all the mages, the shamans, and yeah. stuff. You, yeah. Get get, you go far down there. You go through a lot of wildlife to get there. Yeah, um, it's great because like there's a couple quests that are like pretty valuable down there, yeah. like for gear. And you do them, and then you're like, cool, time to go back, and you realize you still have like 15 minutes on your hearthstone. And there's, like, there's just a lot of animals between you and the road. Yep. And you're, like, halfway to a level. Cool, yeah, this can, is fine. And then by can, the time you get back to base or your hearthstone's up, you're the next level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can fight all the ogres or a lot of bears. Yeah. Um, pick. Oh, you can... Uh, have you touched Unguro Crater yet? Not yet. I probably won't be going there until 54, 55? That's late for Unguro. Yeah, I, um, I mean, late was going to Pharrell's at 48. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's probably fine, uh, because if you go there then, uh, questing in Ungaro is very good. Yeah, I do like Ungaro. But it doesn't last long enough. No. It's okay. high quality but condensed. Oh, so if yeah, you go no. there late, it'll actually be super good because it'll push you up. Yeah, well, that's what my Pharrell's mindset was, right? Yeah. Because it, like... I can go there relatively fine. Most things are green to me, but it's such a good questing hub that I can just fire through this. Hopefully you don't have to do too much burning steps. Um, I'm going but to... But you might have to. Burning steps will at least help you with rep and getting ready for uh, black rock shit. I'm going to Seer and Gorge next. Oh, sorry. That's that's yeah. the name. Burning steps is a lower level area for Alliance, I think. Yeah. What's um, after Seer and Gorge? This one says Swamp Saros. Go back there for a bit. That's weird. Uh, go back to more Fairless stuff, I guess. 49, yeah, 49. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, like, Tenaris, I'm, I'm yeah. at 50 now, and they tell me to go back to Tenaris, but at this point, I'm pretty much just going to yeah, do it's... this, and then do nothing but uh, Lobers for, like, that's <laughs> grinding fair. gear. No, as, as, soon, as soon as I hit the minimum <laughs> level to get two Lobers, I'm going to grind until I can tank Lobers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and considering I'm a healer, I'm going to probably maybe just get 51 and then respec fully in the holy and just heal for the rest of... Yeah, that's, that's absolutely the plan. Jump into... Uh, Dire Maul will actually have some good shit for you, and people will be doing it. It's just um, long. Dire Maul does not come out till Phase 2, I think. Oh, it's not out yet? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's the one. Dire Maul's the, the one in Pharrell's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be uh, fair, I think uh, <clears throat> Dire Maul is one of those ones that they just didn't have the scope for the amount of like dungeon people would do. Yeah. Like yeah. even doing uh, Old Men, I remember that place being slightly more, I guess, cinematic and more presentable. But no, it was just a, yeah, here's some tunnels with some fucking drugs in it. Yeah. I, yeah, did, I did that place like three times ever. Mm. It's not a good place. No. I do not like Old Men. Sorry. Oh, uh, Old Men. I've done. Okay, I have done that like two or three times ever. I've also only ever done Marauding two or three times ever. Yeah, I, I've um, done Marauding a couple times. I hate it. I don't you like Marauding all that much. will be ready, especially if you start healing. Um, you'll be set to start doing a lot of Blackrock stuff. Yeah. Um, there Because there's... Upper Spire is Raid. Upper Spire is Raid. Lower Spire is a 60 dungeon. Uh, Lower Spire is a such a big dungeon. It starts at fifty one and it ends at like fifty eight. I think. Yeah, yeah actually, I'm, I mean, I put them all on the Discord. I can go check that out. It is Blackrock Depths. So BRD is uh, fifty two. They say. Yes. Then lower Lowers is fifty five. You can do it at fifty, but it, you're you're gonna run into some orange. Yeah. So see, my plan right now is do quests until 51, uh, gear for tank, because that's the only thing I can really do, and then tank as soon as I can. Because yeah. instant groups are super sick. Like, everyone's looking for a tank. Yeah, tank uh, healer. That's why I love being a healer. I'm pretty sure, especially during, like, Scarlet Monastery grind, all the tanks go to sleep at a certain point. Like, there's no, no one's looking for DPS, no one's looking for healers. For some reason, the healers are always up. Uh, I, it's just a weird, uh, server quirk, I think. Uh, but there are no tanks from a certain time period to another certain time mm-hmm. period, and I can corner that market. <laughs> oh shit! That's BRD. Yeah, Upper City. That's why I wanted to be fifty-one because like yeah. a good amount of stuff comes from uh, Upper City for me. Yes. However, I, yeah. I should be able to go in relatively soon and have no problem. Well, and that's the thing is like, especially if you're healing, like yeah, I'm you not might, trying to hit. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> break more often for mana, but you'll you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and even then, I actually have a lot of blues on right now. Yeah, that's good. I'm very kitted out. Um, I have my best in slot staff pre-raid, best in nice. slot staff already. And, like, a step down on, like, my hands yeah. and head. Like, I, I'm solid right now. You know what I forgot about? Fucking rage potion. Oh, fuck. Yeah, like... Yeah, that's really good. Burn the two-minute cooldown because I don't need to be healed. And then, if I do need to be healed two minutes from now, just burn a pot, health pot. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's the one thing I'm struggling with right now, is BC, everything hits so hard that you instantly go to 30 as soon as you pull the mob. Yeah. Uh, in this game, I have to, A, either make sure everyone waits, or B, burn three cooldowns every pulse so that I can actually hold aggro right now. Because yeah. there are so many goddamn mages. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, I, keep, I took aggro really bad when we were doing the princess run. Yeah, it's, um, it's a thing that there's a lot of people just aren't used to proper crowd control. <laughs> Absolutely, and there's also the fact that in vanilla, it's very possible and very reasonable that a DPS can take aggro, and mm-hmm. that if they do, you focus that one down, because the tank's got the rest. Yeah. yeah. Like, the tank has at least 40% damage reduction, plus whatever other shit that they have. Oh, yeah, like, if, yeah. You're, if you're pulling two melee mobs, and there's three mages, you move the melee mobs over to a mage, try and stand between two of them, and if you can't polymorph or sleep or repent or whatever at the two other ones, yeah. then you stand between the two, fight those, and do you have a rogue? Yep. Get on them. Do you have a hunter or a warlock? Get on them. Yeah, I have Rogues, a... 
their best crowd control you ever had because by the time everyone kills the rest and then goes to that mob, it's half dead and has been stunned the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have the skull raid icon on my tilde key. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a good, it's, it's, it's a good icon to have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, what's also really good that you can do if you have like two mages on your team is tank, 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 tank. Oh fuck, I'm getting low. Uh, drop, like, stop trying to keep threat. Let it go to a mage. And then have the mage trade off, like have them stand far away. Because we did that the first time I killed Princess, is yeah. we had two range, and this went that way. Oh, no, this one took aggro. Oh, that one took aggro. Oh, that one took aggro. And then back to the tank after he sealed. Like, yeah. so, it was just so easy. I think, I, yeah. I think I'm going to try and do druid tanking. Yep. Um, because it's not too hard. You keep threat pretty easily as a druid. Yeah, like there's good talents to help me with you got, it. You got a lot of AoE damage. Yeah, yeah. Keep which. That's, that's what I need. Swipe I'm, is my friend. I'm pretty sure in BC that's kind of what they had. It was warriors were single target because they spec'd us for it. Yeah. Oh, we are fucking clean. Um, <laughs> and then druids were always swipe, swipe. As so long as you're in front of me, I'm keeping aggro. Uh, yeah. And paladins were always press a button and then press maybe two more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking hate Yeah, that. consecrate <laughs> on the ground. Look at this, I got threat. It, it, Fuck it, off. The, the, what? I do a, a, a wine, a, a huge complaint for right. a hot second. All right. Hit me with it. How the fuck <laughs> did we have any sort of advantage when paladins could not only farm fast, but essentially do entire raids and dungeons by going into the form that gives you extra threat and pressing three buttons? Mm-hmm. How the fuck did Horde ever win anything when paladins could just do that? <laughs> no, like I, I will concede that paladin tanks are fucking stupid. Uh, especially in vanilla and uh, even BC, like mm. they were just so good. Their mitigation's not as good. Yeah, their mitigation. They hold good, aggro, but they dip hard. Yeah, like um, you, you do need a priest as a dedicated healer. Actually, even um, the disc priest is really good there. A funky thing: uh, they dip hard on physical fights, despite being played. They're great mage tanks. Really? Yeah. Uh, um, I've only paladin tanked in wrath, so so uh, paladins used like their auras. Yeah. There's so many fucking auras, it's dude. <clears throat> and you could have auras for threat, but once you're tanking a boss, they had enough taunt and shit that they could tank a boss, right? Not as well as a warrior, but they could. But they could probably tank that boss better because they could throw on X resistance aura and have other things and shields and stuff just to be like, yeah, I don't I don't care about this. Yeah, it's, it's I get to master my fancy enemies, whereas a warrior's like Oh, you're a giant golem. I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. you can't block a spell. It's LBC. Spell reflectors ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah, it was. I remember shooting myself but, in the face with a lava burst onto a warrior that I nearly killed. Mm-hmm. Perfectly timed asshole. But it's uh, it's it's interesting because either way, you have to worry about like, cool. I have five different sets of gear for resistances because you mm-hmm. have to. Yeah. Uh, and everybody needs that, whether you're a tank or whether you're um, uh, DPS. Yeah. So I have to worry about that either way. But I don't have to worry about hitting things when I'm a tank. <laughs> like, I, I do, but I don't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be hitting. It's yeah. not a huge deal. Um, versus you have casters and my <clears throat> DPS option. I guess I could be cat. Um, yeah. But then I'm, like, subject to, I'm in melee, so I'm at severe risk. Yeah. Um, and with no armor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, or I can be a boomkin, which... Mm, don't be a boomkin. <laughs> uh, like, one, it's not the great DPS. And two, uh, 
I have to worry about all my spells getting resisted and ungodly yeah. mana costs. <laughs> that's true. And that's just shit. Yeah. I, I, you just don't want to actually do that. So I, I complained about warrior attacking, but in Wrath of Lich King, when that came out, we had a spell that was literally, oh, you're pulling threat. 30% of that threat goes to me now! Yeah. yeah. Like, the threat <laughs> mitigation tools come Wrath was just like, this is silly. I really like Vigilance, because like, in raids, I could just go, ah, Paladin tank. Boop! I don't need to do anything until either you die or I need to switch aggro. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just stand here, thunderclap, shout, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, devastate. Was Devastate or Revenge hitting more than one person was dirty? <clears throat> I think... That happens briefly. Yeah. Well, Devastate replaced Thunder Armor in that it just functioned exactly the same. It was just... It just did, did more damage. Yeah. It actually did damage. Like, uh, Thunder yes. Armor right now is my go-to. I need to keep three people on me, whereas... Uh, there was Shockwave as well that got introduced. That was a line that stunned. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that now. But, uh... Yeah, it's, you know, Warriors got some good tools. Oh no, Revenge did get a talent that cleaved. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, oh, if you revenge this guy, some other guy gets it. Also, it stuns. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. It's great. that That's what turned them into PvP monsters in Wrath. That makes sense. For dueling. Yeah. You go to, to a duel and it's a shaman, okay, and a prop warrior. And you go, okay, this is easy. They're not going to have any damage. Yeah. You're going to fight them for an hour. <laughs> because oh, no, like, the warrior's just not taking damage. You're going to get a good proc off, throw a spell at him. He's going to reflect it at you. He's going to charge you. You and your friend are going to be next to each other. And you're just going to get revenge spammed into stun death forever. While the shaman sitting there is half el- elemental and half resto. Just yep. enough for Earth Shield. Yep. <laughs> so Earth Shield's on the warrior. Just like, I just don't care. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Warriors had, like... Uh, we have a lot of, mit- like, mit- mitigation. I can't mitigation. Even speak. Mitigation, thank you. Yeah. Uh, you have a we lot have a lot of cooldowns. Cool we have 75% damage reduction if you have a shield on. Sick. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Shield wall. Uh, <laughs> we have, oh, 25... Like, 25% of your health is just added to your health. Indomitable. Uh, we have, oh... In Wrath or BC, we got introduced to... Oh, so remember when you had 25% of your health? Well, now you Last regenerate yeah. 50% of your health over a course of, like, 15 seconds. That's really good. Uh, and then there was every cooldown that was Spell Reflex. Uh, we, we had a lot of buttons to push. One of your <laughs> cooldowns right now is you're surrounded with swords. Uh, that's retaliation. If you yes. get hit, you just hit the back. Yeah. yeah. That's fun for threat in big groups. It would be if it wasn't like a 30 minute cooldown. What? Is it 30? Yeah. I thought it was a three It shares minute. it with Shield Wall and it's a 30 minute cooldown. Wow. I it, thought it was way shorter than that. Whew. Forget about cooldowns in this game. You can reduce one or the other because one requires battle stance, so you just stance dance to it and there you yeah. go. And the other one, uh, you think you can also reduce the cooldown to, but not both. It has to be, like, wow. they, they share a cooldown, and once you click one, the other one. There, there's a point in which an update will make that, like, a three or five minute cooldown. Yeah. Which no, means you're be using them constantly, but. No, uh, this. Shield Wall right now is, uh, alright, so you pull the boss, half an hour later, you can use Shield Wall on the other boss. Yeah, yeah. well, I guess you probably won't get to another boss until then, so. Yeah, this game's really slow a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, in a 40-man raid, you're not. Yeah. A boss every half hour? Woo! Speed run! Yeah, yeah <laughs> honestly, yes. Call up GDQ in this voice. <laughs> I mean, the, like, it's uh, not so six bad. six-hour fucking... Especially for, like, later on, too, you just, you save it for the last boss. 
Yeah. Because, like, um, in Vanilla, like, we've already seen the encounters of the last boss being, like, a little bit overtuned anyway. <laughs> oh, my God, that fucking Wailing Caverns run. Um, that one worked out fairly well when I did Wailing Caverns. Yeah. Now, the first time we did it, I was like, all right, you know, we did every other boss in there except for, like, the big bog monster yeah. thing, right? And I was like, all right, cool, let's cool. do the bog thing. And then just, I just see the fucking health just chunk, chunk. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. Um, if that person is not a warrior, they're going to get chunked really hard. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, um, that's a warrior. He, he also really inflicts... <laughs> Does he inflict a debuff? I can't so, remember. Yeah, he might, and it, like, lowers you all your shit. It's bad. Like, when I, I ran it, the tank was a warrior who tanked half the dungeon with a two-handed mace, and then when a good one-handed mace dropped and a green shield dropped off trash, he put those on and continued to tank that way. Uh, so he was tanking on a budget, but it was decent. But fighting the big bog monster was him, me, as a druid. Yeah. Um, we had a healer who was a priest, and then we had <coughs> two mages. So we had DPS at the ass, because mm. two, two mages is powerful, um, especially in Classic. Uh, and then, like, he's in there, he's tanking, like, he's getting hurt. And it's like, cool. And priest is just, shit, healing him. And I'm just like... I can also heal you. Yep. Now I'm a bear and I'm going to tank. Yep. <laughs> I just, oh, problem solved. It turned yep. out. You just need Regrowth two tanks and two healers. <laughs> and taunt boss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, beware Shadow Fang Keep, by the way. It's not overtuned. It's bugged. I had, a, <laughs> I, I, I had a point where last boss, AoE stunned them, which I didn't remember him having, and did triple the damage to everyone mm-hmm. that he's supposed to. And then we ran him, like, the fifth time in a row where we wiped on that guy. We decided to just restart it so we can Did get all the Did you enrage timer Aragol? No. Isn't that just... <laughs> Are you sure? So we line aside him. No, like, the rule's weird. <laughs> and then we tanked him as normal. And then as soon as he teleported up to one of the raptors, uh, he automatically aggroes someone with a shadow bolt. And that shadow yeah. bolt did... 800 damage, and at that level, that's all of his health. Shit. That is too much. Yeah. yeah. Mid to high 20s. Uh, as it turns out... I don't know what happened, but our version of Aerogal, the four attempts that we had previous to the successful one, was okay. So Aerogal, for some reason, does seven like eight hundred damage. He's supposed to do two hundred, mm-hmm. and just oh. supposed to spam the raid. And he's not supposed to have a. I, I say raid wide, but I might as well just to exemplify it. A raid wide two point second cooldown, where as soon as I charge him, I just can't get any aggro because he stuns everyone and just shadow bolts the mage again. <laughs> it's that. really fucking dumb and also we tried to do raid mechanics on the polymorph because he'd always polymorph me first mm-hmm. and uh, then you also get the uh, no it's not the polymorph it's the mind control they turn into a wolf and you smack yes, people that one sucks so like we had the other guy in the group go okay so I'm gonna tank and as soon as he like makes me into a wolf, you just taunt off, and I'll, you you can deal with me. We just need you as a tank. Yeah. He'd always just insta target me, no matter where I am on the threat table. Like I let the guy take it until he teleported and finally like transformed a guy. He still auto targeted me. I did nothing. I was sitting out to light a sight, and I was in that spot waiting for my turn to go in. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, you're there. You're a wolf. All right, yeah. that's let's pluck up the raid. <laughs> I there was a time uh, where doing uh, Shadow Fang, we would constantly get to him and then just be like, "Yeah, like runs over." We just can't beat him. Yeah, uh, and that and that was the thing. And that was even back during like BC times because he's fucking hard. 
I really enjoyed that oh, aspect of regular dungeons. Like, I'm pretty sure Lobers is going to be the exact same thing. <coughs> where, okay, we're up to a point where we actually can't fucking kill the thing. Mm-hmm. It's reset and we have to get gear. Yep. And that's, like, we did that. Um, you end up basically just having to burn him down super fucking fast. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and pray. Yeah. It's, it's Top about cooldowns, go. Um, so, yeah, so when you're wolf transformed, if you have a mage, you can't polymorph them, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Because all transform effects make you immune to it. I'm a druid. I'm immune to polymorph. That helps. That helps. That helps a lot. Uh, There's a lot of good polymorph in this game that fucks you for like 10 seconds. Also, if you just bring a druid, one, they can off-tank for you. Yeah. Two, when somebody gets werewolfed, uh, does that count as a beast or a humanoid? Do you know? I don't know. If it counts as a beast, I don't think it does. I don't think so. But if it does, you can hibernate them. No, oh, yeah. Um, if it's a humanoid... Um, bring a rogue. <laughs> yeah. Just let them stay stealth. And then when somebody triggers that, she's like, sap! Is it a magic or like a red debuff? I can't remember. All I know is that we had to kind of it's take their lumps. Okay. Oh, yeah, because the way we dealt with it was the mage just polymorphed the guy. Right. Yeah. Um, what really uh, dicked me over multiple times is like, we'll go to a place, but they'll polymorph you into a frog. And every time that anybody could get polymorphed, Oh, it's me. The only person here that can dispel this. Yeah. And I'm on, a, like, an eight-second frog cooldown. By the way, don't die. Yeah, and you can only <laughs> forsake him once. <laughs> yeah, Even Wailing can... Caverns it was like, oh, you're going to go to sleep. Oops. Oh, don't. Mm, mm, mm. Wailing Caverns. We went through. Even the other party members were like, dude, they hate you. Yep. <laughs> I got slept every time it was cast. Mm. Every time. Whether I was a bear or not. I wasn't even tanking, but I'd do DPS bear a little bit. Yeah. But for the most part, I just stayed human? I stayed moose man form. And just with my hammer, because I was was doing almost as much damage as the warrior was with his two-handed weapon. And I just throw moonfire on things and help out with healing when I needed to. Yeah. Here we go. It's easy. Because if I was a bear, I wasn't going to do as much damage. I was just going to take threat. (laughs) It's like, this is a mess. But no, I slept so many times. Yeah. I feel every like pull. Didn't he sleep? Because I'm undead. Just, alright, call him up. Yeah. But I can't get at a frog. Charm, fear, or sleep. Scarlet Monastery was not a I actually really liked that. That really annoyed me when I first got in there, because again, I they're can't all wait. Yeah, uh, 27, I think, you can walk in there. If you're 27, you can generally find, like, you groups do a, just yeah. do a cleave. Yeah. You can do a graveyard cleave. Yeah. I'm going to start doing it probably at 29.30. Yeah, well, you can do library at that point. Yeah. Um, which gives... There's a really good amount... I mean, I awesome claw stuff in library. Well, like, in library, you uh, get the Houndmaster, which you can get the... Houndmaster, like, yeah. Yeah, you can get the gloves and... like Extra damage against beasts. And then you go to Stranglethorn, and you're like, fuck this place. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, not the worst threat. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good gear for me there. Uh, because, like, there's good caster equipment in Scarlet Monastery. Uh... There's just good everybody equipment there. So, so the bosses. first two are all casters, and then Armory and Cathedral. Like, Cathedral is good for everybody. Armory is specifically... Oh, yeah, everyone now... I say everyone. There's only one boss in the place. And he only drops mail. Or the Ravager, which... Stop gotten. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't even need the Ravager soon. Oh, yeah, I'm, at, I'm definitely past the point where Ravager is just falling off. Like, uh, Ravager is effectively just... yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to be a tank anyway, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I get the lowbers, I'm, I'm like, I don't need the quest as arms anymore. Yeah, I'm, I am psyched for 51, 52. 
I am. I like. I don't even know if I might do Ungaro at this rate. Because if I can just find enough people doing Blackrock, I'm just gonna do. If BRD you can just keep Lobers. doing it, yeah, yeah. I don't um, want to It'll that. help <laughs> you a lot. Just getting used to those dungeons because they're fucking weird and they're secrets. They're weird. Uh, they have. They're big. It's good to know for everybody because, like, I forget a good amount of it. Um, They're non-linear for some reason. Blackrock, the arena. There's a boss event where you get locked in a fight pit and have to fight, and the bosses are different. Yeah, Uh, they summon, like, a couple swarms at you, I think. Yeah, you get a couple swarms and you get, like, a boss at the end, and they all drop different shit. Uh, It's pretty cool. Uh, There's also, the more you do it, if you get keys... Do we have a key ring? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, if do they do keys? Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, Scarlet Monastery. You go to the library for the key for the other two. Yeah. Nice. I still have the key to Scarlet, even though I'm never going back there. Probably. Let's just shove it in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you can get keys for like secret doors and shortcuts. Yes. So you can, you can actually skip the arena if you have the key. Yep. Which once you have what you need from it, if you're with a group that's like, eh, maybe. Do everything but the arena, then come back for it. Yeah. Uh, because it turns out having swarms come from every sides, you'll be fine because you're the healers. Usually yeah. the healer that fucks you there. Yeah. Um, you might still get fucked. I mean, I'd still be shitty, but like, because like, if it's a big swarm and I'm with a warrior tank, no offense, but it's harder for the whole threat. It is. <clears throat> yeah, no. Uh, you essentially just have demoralizing shout, and you have to do it for a good five seconds before yeah. anyone can actually attack. Fine, I'll go can- buy my next rank of fade. <laughs> <laughs> you basically, yeah, you demoralize. Thun- can you still thunderclap in? Per- in no, you have to. You have to stance dance for it. Wow, that sucks. Yep. Well, they eventually opened it into defensive stance. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of for, a lot of vanilla, it's go to battle stance, do your thing, go to protection, and if you're feeling really spicy, go to berserker stance, whirlwind, go back to protection. Yeah. Or just set up macros that instantly do it anyway. Like, yeah. the only thing stopping you is the global cooldown. I can't remember if there's good integration for dodging the global cooldown in, uh... Global in, in macros. Unavoidable. Yeah. Well, no, it's going to happen, but to, like, work a delay into your macro so that it happens at the right time. I wanted to look that up just so that I could just press one button and whirlwind and go back to defensive stance as soon as I can, because, oh boy, I don't want to be 10% vulnerable. <laughs> There's definitely a way, but it might take 18, like, 50 lines of dummy commands. Honestly, it's probably worth it. Yeah, well, if you can fit all the lines, then yeah. you're set. Well, like, like I It's basically switch and then... Just add lines of use the skill until it parses them all out. Yeah. Um, it might take several hundred. Who knows? I'll just, I'll just <laughs> look up what's going on with macros in general. Because yeah. I do have several macros that say if you're in defensive stance, or like I have a button on my defensive stance that's go to battle stance, charge, and then I have a button on my battle stance that uh, go to defensive stance, blood rage. Like yeah. it's, su- it's super slick. It's nice you can blood rage in defensive. You can blood rage in anything. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. It, just, all, all it does in this game is just give you uh, give you rage, which is... Oh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that move. <laughs> that was great. I'm making rage potions as we speak so that I can just go, all right, uh, I don't want to burn this cooldown right now. <laughs> Bear gets that at, like, level 12. Yeah. Which is nice. This thing, you can, you can blood rage in anything, you know, in, in tank form, in battle form, in a nice bubble bath. Bubbles for the blood god. What's that? Warriors have it hard. You gotta replace your dogs. 
I just, I just love the picture of like garage house scream in a bath with like little squeaky toys. It's really good. Bath yeah. is obviously blood red. It's unfortunate. I don't um I don't envy your warrior experience. Um, Honestly, I probably I know just pain, did it wrong. <laughs> no, it, leveling warrior pre wrath is a lot of. I feel like I'm doing something wrong. It turns out he did nothing wrong. It, no, it's a hundred percent. You're doing everything that you can, warriors. So you're just yeah. so under tuned until you get plate, and even then, you still suck until you get the right plate, which yeah, sucks. Well, we're uh, very geared. Up warriors are, are yeah. yeah. You know how they say, like, oh, everyone's a sum of their parts. Warriors are a sum of their gear. Oh, yeah. yeah no, like, well, like, all of our skills read weapon damage plus 45. Sick. <laughs> yeah, you basically need to always have the top end weapon. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I'm, I keep getting new gear, and I feel no different. But, like, a warrior, they get, like, As soon as I got a an axe, it, it all changed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got new pants. You over there, and you over there! Was that the one from your class quest? Yes. Okay. No, it's applicable from level 30 until you go to Lowers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lower Black Rock Spire has, like, oh, here's 12 more DPS. It took so long to complete that quest that I was, like, level 40, and I still kept the axe for a very long time. To be fair, right. you need a entire group of people to do it exactly when you're 30. Yeah. Like, people who run around as a 31 warrior with a whirlwind axe... Either have a lot of friends or goaded someone into helping them. I hope. Uh, Mike Cameron ended up giving me the iron for mine. Because he and I were both trying to complete ours at the same time. Yeah. But I was broke, so couldn't afford iron from the, um, what do you call it? Auction house. Auction house. Yeah. And he was a blacksmith, but he was hoarding all of his for his own axe. Yeah. I'm like, I don't blame you. Eventually he had an off. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> I bought him pizza once or twice and we were set. Cool. <laughs> That was that's a, that was the weird time of transactional chicken tendies for uh, WoW yeah. gold or I once items. traded um, a WoW game card for a Disturb shirt at the first concert <laughs> or second concert. That boy, that boy but everyone Mike came to. Yeah, that boy had a problem. It was great. Wow. Well, I, was I looked at him. I'm like, hey, like I got a game card at home, and I'm kind of done with WoW for a while. I'm like, can I give you that? It's worth like thirty five bucks, and you buy me a thirty dollar T shirt. He's like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I still have that t-shirt. Uh, it's faded to all hell, and the armpit is ripped out on one side somehow. Uh, so I just wear it when I'm, like, at home. Yeah. That's my, I need to do laundry, so I'm going to throw this stuff on and put mm-hmm. the good stuff in the laundry shirt. I've got those. Uh, ironically, laundry. the album, mm-hmm. the tour, yeah. was indestructible. Yeah. Uh, and you, yeah, you said something? I, I honestly can't remember. Fantastic. You know what? It's definitely getting later in the year because we've been here like over an hour and we're only now getting grossly warm. Yep. And it's also getting really dark. Thank I noticed that. Yeah. 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 Soon I'm not going to be able to see you. Oh, you don't have dark vision? No. God oh. no. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Goblins have dark vision. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> one goblin, one orc, and one... I don't know, man. Moon elf? Oh. Yeah. Gross, first of all. Uh, no. Aladdin? What season are you? I don't know. Probably fall. You're a little goth on the inside. Yeah, I mean, I do like getting bundled up and getting cozy. Mm. But then I don't like being too cozy. I don't know. I don't like hibernation, but I love mm. pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, autumn elf. You know. Yeah, that's that, that's yeah. an elaborate. Th- Thanksgiving elf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, you are the Thanksgiving elf. 
How's it feel not being green? You're nimble. Right? Yeah. It, 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 it fits, and I apologize for that. Could call you a gnome. I'll call him a gnome. Turtle. Could call you a gnome. <laughs> <laughs>